my style, bitches. It's your favorite pair of principesas, the Gem Girls, here again at no one's request to bring you another dose of animated mafioso realness. Except not really, because we wish we were that cool, and there is no 1980s cartoon equivalent of The Sopranos, unfortunately. But if any get close, it's Gem and the Holograms, the best worst cartoon of them all. Unfortunately, also our sick, twisted obsession that we can't help but shake our upturned finger purse and yell, hey, what's the matter with you? At our screams on a weekly basis. I'm Hakuna Matinis. And I'm Orvis Jones. And despite writing that script, I feel personally attacked as an Italian. Uh... <laughs> what do you want from me? No, no, you, you killed it. You killed it. And uh, this week, this week, we are facepalming and sawing Madon nonstop to the deep well of weak bitch energy that is Gem Season 2, Episode 12, Dance Time. Now, note such that is weak bitch energy. Such weak bitch energy. Um, but I want you to know that's dance with an S. And honestly, if you can't hear the difference, do you even have earballs? Because <laughs> this episode focuses on the biggest Troya Putana in the Gemisphere, mm-hmm. the woman wearing six off-colored wigs on her head at once. Yep. Dance. She has nerve. Yeah, she apparently. got. Yeah, that's all she really has. Maybe a single nerve. <laughs> Uh, and again, that is dance with an S. The character who, you guessed it, dances. So our hatred of dance is pretty well documented. But this episode brings some fresh seed into our gembryos. Meaning we got a new writer at the helm who goes by the name of George Arthur Bloom, allegedly. Allegedly. Now... We say goes by the name of and allegedly because we're still not convinced that G.A. Bloom isn't a fake name he took on after a failed stint as a plant-based supervillain. But regardless of his flora-laden past, our boy Georgie A. Bloomer. (laughs) (laughs) Boy's a bloomer. (laughs) So unnecessary. Is a pretty prolific cartoon writer and is an American-born Canadian, so... Holler for some knucklehead representation. Holla. Holla. Credited for writing numerous shows, including the pilots for Transformers and My Little Pony, Big Bloomer, as he's known to his wife, (laughs) is also one of the minds behind the Magic School Bus and the lesser known edutainment show Cyber Chase, which, despite airing in 2002 and is definitely for small children, Orifice watched quite a lot of over the years. Yeah, I don't know why. I was definitely like 10 or 11, (laughs) but I I watched a hell of a lot of Cyber Chase, so I'm up in the Bloomosphere. And (laughs) a fun fact... Susan Blue, who is the voice director on the Magic School Bus, who Bloom worked with, is also the voice of Stormer and Lindsay Pierce on Jim. So he had a, yet another eyeball vein connection right there. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. Blue mm-hmm. and Bloom. That's exactly. Like two peas and an eyeball. Two eyeballs and a pod. <laughs> I don't know. Two eyeballs and a face. <laughs> Perfect. Um, even funner fact, if you didn't have... A shitload of fun on that last one. I had a shitload of fun on that last one. I'm just saying. Bloom wrote a few screenplays for the Shades of Love series of TV movies. None of that is really important or relevant with like most of our podcasts. True. But some of the titles for these movies are fucking fantastic. George Doom and Bloom over here. 
wrote Shades of Love, Moonlight Flight, and Shades of Love, Sunset Court, which could easily be titles of a Twilight novel, but some other gems include Shades of Love, Echoes in Crimson, Shades of Love, (laughs) Sincerely Violent, and perhaps the best, Shades of Love, Make Mine Chartreuse. I love that one. I don't know what it is. Shades of Love, Make Mine Chartreuse. Like, how about I chartreuse not? Thank you very much. What does any of that mean? I have no idea. Shades of Love echoes in crimson. Like, maybe it's a vampire love story. I don't know. <laughs> it's just a mouthful of nothing. Of yeah. Like complete nonsense. Like, what is a sunset court? <laughs> also, the make mine chartreuse. I can just hear like a very nasally voiced white one be like, mm, make mine chartreuse. <laughs> That's like some bitch ordering a Cosmo. Yeah, 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 yeah. The restaurant. Or a white wine spritzer because I'm watching my figure. Right, exactly. Except we're those bitches. <laughs> right, right. Anyways, all those shades of love aside, and there's a lot of shades of love, by the way. Uh, yeah, all let's, of them. Let's get back to uh, G. Arthur's contribution to the Gemisphere, Dance Time, which originally aired on October 19th, 1987, and is described by our Lord Googly Eye, a.k.a. Jujul, <laughs> as Dance is injured while the group is working on a video for a competition. Which, that's it. Cool. That's, that's, yeah, that's the whole description. Here Perfect. Uh, but the only thing is they forgot the part where Dance is injured and proceeds to be the worst about it. But uh, we can get into that now. Okay, so we open up at Xanthos, Daddy Zanny's. Yeah, mansion. Daddy Zanny Manor. Exactly, where he is reading from some massive tome before an audience of people in the media, the media sphere. Jerrica's there in an ugly fucking hat. Oh yeah, um, obviously. Eric is there in a bunch of random bitches. And he's talking about a competition, because bitch loves a competition, um, whereby rock bands make a music video with the concept of friendship and goodwill. Yeah, he really, he kind of jumps to some conclusions because he basically (laughs) says music is the key to world peace and the best way to do that is to have a music video all about friendship. And I was like, Zany, (laughs) like, I think you popped a couple Zanies because you're not really following logic here. No. And, like, I thought his whole thing was books before that. Yeah, true, 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 true. Like, pick a lane, sir. Uh... That being said, he's orating from like a like a higher level than what the where the um, the spectators are the the fake news media, and right. <laughs> uh, I do give Zanny some credit because he like straight up slides down a pole right to their level, and I was like, I gotta res- respect some pole writing skills. He does not slide down a pole. Yeah, he does. It's like fireman he? style. He he rides a pole, Jocelyn, and I wrote it down for that reason. Okay, well, respect. Uh, we love people riding down poles to a yeah, lower level. It's like such a 2021 mood. Hell. Exactly. Preferably to the pits of hell. But as long as you're yes. going from a higher level to a lower level of some sort. <laughs> um, and yeah, so he proposes this ridiculous idea. And of course, Gem and the Holograms or Jerrica is like, this would be great. The kids at Haven House really need the money. Because yeah, the like, prize money is $250,000. Right, right, right. And then I was like, well, Jerrica, you have orphans too. 
but right. whatever. Like, Fuck don't them. They need to eat. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I also Eric is like all up in this contest, and I, I think Jerica has a line <laughs> of like, "You don't even know the meaning of friendship." But he claps back with, "Yeah, but I know the meaning of money." Uh, right, I loved that. Such a good line. So guy, that, and that's all that matters. And I was like, Eric, like you're not wrong. No, especially in the '80s and the coke fueled '80s, like money, money is everything, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jerrica, yeah. like we said, wants to give it all to Haven House because she's like that. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah, that's all I can really say. <laughs> for better, for worse, but yeah, mainly worse. Exactly. So then we cut to uh, dance. Uh, aforementioned shitty hair and dances. Also, an orphan, uh, orphan monger. I want to say yes. she has. She has yeah. a bunch of orphans. Orphan uh, dealer. Orphan yeah. dealer. Uh, Laborer, orphan, trader, regardless. Orphan driver, like slave driver. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, she's like dance. She's skating on some ice because not only does dance dance, she also figure skates. Yeah, uh, she is a double threat, I guess. Yeah, she's barely a single threat. I'm not even <laughs> gonna call her a threat. I mean, to Jerrica and the rest of the holograms, like, this bitch is everything, which I cannot wrap my head around. I'm yeah, they, sorry. Yeah, they really, like, this entire episode is them, yeah, uh, acquiescing to the glory that is dance. And it's like, yo, a bitch dances. You know how many other people do that? Right, yeah, and they don't go around calling themselves dance. They just exactly. They dance when it's necessary. It's not right. the entire identity. Right, they may call themselves a dancer or a dancer by trade. <laughs> But they're not calling themselves dance with an S. <laughs> dance. Dance. Um, I would have preferred if she called herself dance. That would uh, be an appropriate level of ridiculous to your name <laughs> being dance. And I would be like, oh, you changed up the language almost. I'll give it to you. <laughs> um, but no. Here no. we are. She's figure skating with her like weird ass hair. Um, and they're on set, uh, with Rio, the holograms and some beefy Scottish director. And when I say Scottish, I mean like aggressively, unapologetically Scottish. Oh yeah. He's super Scottish. Uh, I think his name, I wasn't sure if his name was Reg or Red. I think it's Red. I think it's Red, red too. Cause he has red hair. Exactly. And like, <laughs> if we're following a common theme in this show, everyone is defined <laughs> by a single characteristic. Yeah. Um, and we didn't mention that they have three weeks to complete the music video. Um, three weeks, which is a long time in the Gemisphere for them to do anything because they've cut an album in one week. True, true. And also this three weeks does stretch, what, eight months? So that checks yeah. out. <laughs> There's yeah, a whole the physical rehabilitation <laughs> cycle in this episode of, of this span of three weeks. Right. Um, so... Basically, like, Aja's, like, kind of hitting on dance. It's like, dance, you're the best. You move so nice. I love looking at you. I love watching you. Um, she doesn't say that, but it was implied. It soup's implied. Um, and dance was like, well, I just want the kids at Haven House to be proud of me. Um, and to which I say, like, dance, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, honestly, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. who cares? I don't care. Exactly. Who cares about you? Who cares about your knockoff, second-rate orphans? They're not even Starlight Girls. They're Haven House hoes. Uh, yes. Anyways, 
So this, that whole thing happened. We learned dance is integral to the video that the Gem and the Holograms are shooting. We also cut to, oh, I don't know. I think Dance asks where Gem is or something to that effect. Yes. Turns out Jerrica is all tied up at the office because she's already writing a contract that if she wins the prize money, it'll <laughs> automatically go to Haven House. And I'm like, right. isn't that a little bit presumptuous, lady? Yeah, like, you're definitely, first of all, like, you think this shitty music video is going to win? Like, yes, it will, because, you know, good will and friendship is your whole fucking Yeah, you're thing. the main character of this fucking cartoon. Yeah, um, but also I just found this scene very unnecessary, because we already knew she was going to do that, so what does it establish? Literally nothing. Because like, <laughs> the whole thing could have worked with her just saying at the end, and I'm going to give it to them. I guess this just makes sure that it's she's contractually obligated. So <laughs> the kids really care about that. Yeah, exactly. The kids want it on paper. These are just some business orphans. <laughs> but did she sign the contract, though? I have no all idea. all the kids watching at home at the time, like, yeah. They uh, wanted the realness. Yeah, yeah. Although this is where we learn. So, like, we've seen this Olga character before. This, like, woman with, you know, she looks very, I don't know, uh, like, from the Alps. And she has, like, a like a French <laughs> braid thing going on. Yeah. Uh, I guess she's Jerrica's lawyer or some sort of legal professional because she handles the whole contract <laughs> thing. Well, I thought she just took the envelope and took it to a lawyer because I thought she was the maid the entire time. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe you're right, but like I've only <laughs> seen her because there's there's two characters. There's Peggy Hill, there's fake ass Peggy Hill, who seems to be the oh, in-house right, yes. matron. And then there's this Olga, which I I I maybe I'm only just remembering that um she is more of a like business type. I've seen her in business type scenes. But uh yeah, I, I, anyways, she could be a maid. She could be a legal maid. Who knows? I thought, like a paralegal? Is that what paralegals are? <laughs> it definitely uh, is not what a paralegal is. But <laughs> yes, let's say yes. Um, I think she's her secretary, actually. Mm. Um, because, yeah, or something. I, I have no idea who this bitch is, but she takes the contract and does God knows what with it. Yeah, I also don't um, even know what this person's name is. I'm just calling her Olga because she looks hella Olga. <laughs> I think she said the name Jerrica, but I I can't remember. Yeah, who cares? Um, anyway, <laughs> it does not matter. Um, so we cut to the Misfits, who are at some motorcycle shop, and they're preparing to shoot their video there. And, you know, I gotta, like, give a shout-out to their outfits. Oh, Roxy dude. and Jed are, are wearing pretty hot mechanics outfits. For sure. Everyone's looking slick. Yeah. Stormer looks like she's wearing a space jumpsuit. Yeah, we've seen um, her this in. We've seen her rock this look in the past. It's like she's like, yeah, a space motorcycle is her kind of that more her vibe. <laughs> That's so cool. It is really cool. I want a space motorcycle. Fuck. I know. I know. I know. Um, but anyway, we get a our first song, a new song that I've never heard before, and I don't ever want to hear again. It's right. called "Free and Easy." Which is what we say about Orifice. <laughs> That's true. I don't charge. And it's like pretty easy to get it. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, you're a hungry orifice. I have, and I also have more orifices than the average bear. <laughs> you're like a billion orifices wearing a trench coat. Exactly. I'm just merely a mass <laughs> of holes. I mean, you can't. Yeah, that's interesting. Someone just can't be like a bunch of holes. Unless I mean, that's how you think of humans. That's just how I do, though. It's just I'm a mass of holes held together by a well of gravity in a trench coat. Yeah, uh, perfect. Uh, so now that we <laughs> holes of varying sizes, I also want to point out there's variety here. Thank you very much. It's not a one hole fits all situation. Do you have a gaping hole? Yeah, I got a gaper. I got like a tight slit. <laughs> So you run the gamut. <laughs> That's so disgusting. That I'm was sure really someone's gross. turned out. I'm sure someone's turned on out there. I hope so. I hope so. Otherwise, what are we even doing here? Right? That's what we strive to do. Yeah. But I do want to say this song, Free and Easy, I was like, is this like a call girl anthem? Yes. I mean, is it a call girl anthem? Because I don't think a call girl should be free and easy. True, but there is the <laughs> quote. I think Pizzazz says, I think it's a blast to play loose and fast. And I was like, <laughs> okay, like pop off. I did remark in my notes that it's a song about women of the night who don't charge for their services. Um, that's what I got out of it. Okay. So yeah, there's definitely some sort of sex worker energy to this that I wasn't just reading into. No, it's definitely there. Fast and loose, like free and easy. Um, yeah, the, the saxophone is terrible. Yeah. There's a weird like sax moment in the beginning, which I felt was very shoehorned in, uh, not necessarily necessary, uh, there is a, like a manslave moment. I enjoyed that. Like they're getting like, uh, fawned over by attractive males, which is always fun. Uh, yeah. and then at the end, their motorcycles do turn into cosmic motorcycles. Cause like they pick themselves up off the, like the ground, they shoot into the space. That is true. They're the motorcycles were the best part of this music video. I must say a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like the last like 10 seconds where the motorcycles became interstellar. I was yeah. here for that. Yeah, I was here for that. So the song ends, um, and Eric arrives on the Misfit sets to tell uh, he arrives on the Misfit set to tell them that they need to scrap this video and that they got to make a new one about friendship and goodwill. Yeah. And like the Misfits are appalled; they're just like, "What? <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck is like? What? Why would we ever do that?" And I respect that reaction. Me too. It's like the one that is not their brand and two, like what? A music video about (laughs) friendship and goodwill? (laughs) That sounds like the worst music video. I'm sorry. I don't want to see that. It really, it really, really does. And the other thing I found a little bit strange is they all seem to be on board with the idea once they learn that the prize money is a factor. And I'm like- which, yeah, they're, they're motivated by material goods. I get that. But the prize money is only $250,000. So split four ways is really not yeah. that much. Particularly and for then, of course, Eric is going to take a cut, too. Yeah, Eric will take a cut, probably a sizable cut. Pizzazz is already independently wealthy, and they're ostensibly famous, well-paid music stars. Would they really care that much? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Why are they always doing these things when they could easily be making money just touring or, like, selling records? Like, 
I don't know. I find it weird. Like sell um, a line of fragrances. Yeah, yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, what would like Pizzazz's line fragrance would be? Um, mm, gin. gin. No, that's Roxy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Roxy is like Pabst Blue Ribbon mixed with cigarettes. Oh, as a scent for sure. Uh, like oh the trailer vibe, <laughs> you know. Um, I think. Stormer might smell like a light flower. I think yeah, I mean something. That. Yeah, something floral, very very light. Pizzazz might be like kind of like a like a skunk adjacent. What adjacent? Skunk, Sorry. like a very like sharp <laughs> pungent. Well, okay, like I think she would smell good, but in a very strong way, like tea tree oil or something, okay. or pine. Oh, huh, huh. <laughs> Um, but sure, let's go with skunk and cigarettes. Skunk and six. Um, and then Jetta smells like gin. Um, yeah. Je- like- Jetta smells like what you shit out after a Indian <laughs> meal at a British gastropub. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that's so hard. That's just, that's what I think. Yeah, I mean, we don't think very highly of Jetta, and that terrible sax moment at the beginning of the song surely did not endear me to her. Yeah, didn't so, didn't do no girl no favors. Um, no, 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 no girl no favors. Yeah, no favors to no girl. Uh, <laughs> we cut back though to the holograms, and I don't really know why I have this note, but I have a note saying "you <laughs> Shayna about the photographs." I don't really remember what happens with Shayna and photographs. Um. So they're filming their music video. Yeah, they're filming their video. And and this is right before Reg comes in, or Red comes in, sorry. Red comes in with the snow. I don't know. I clock Shayna doing something creepy. I really don't know what it is. And they're like, I hope these outfits will photograph okay. Oh, right. And I'm like, they won't because they're fucking, fucking ugly. Yes, 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 yes. That's Shayna looked the worst. As she often does. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's racist. Yeah. It's racism. It's, it's soup's racism. Um, <laughs> definitely that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think, yeah, my note was pertaining to that. And also just the whole, like, Shayna, you designed the outfits. Like, why you gotta be so weak about it? Yeah, I mean, she always is. She always is. That is true. And so that's when they're uh, filming this, I don't know, some sort of snow-laden scene. And our bo- <laughs> our Scottish boy, Red, is given the snow to shoot the video. Uh, mm-hmm. And then it's like, too much snow, bro. Like, no, Reg, you, you, you maxed out too much in the snow. <laughs> uh, and the snow is blowing. And then I'm like, maybe this is a commentary, again, on the Cokefield 80s. Regardless, yeah. it's like a it's like a white storm up in there, uh, and then dance <laughs> somehow gets like trashed by a fake tree. Yeah, gets crushed by a fake tree, and her leg hurts, and she needs to go to the hospital. Which it was made out of cardboard, was it not? Yeah, bitch. It's like how hurt are you? <laughs> and how did that snow box create cause such mayhem? Yeah, it was like a like a mini hurricane up in there, apparently. I also think, like, dance probably weighs 70 pounds. And I guess yeah, maybe yeah. the weight of a cardboard tree is <laughs> enough to do some serious damage. He probably has, like, calcium deficiency as well in those brittle-ass bones. 
Yeah. Um, so Dance is being the most while like rolling around on ice. Yeah, she, she's in pain. Yeah, we cut to commercial and we come back to the hospital. And actually, I lulled this part pretty hard because the doctor is basically like, Dance, you've uh, suffered some extensive lig- ligament damage and it might do some damage to your long term. There might be some issues with your long term recovery. And Dance is like, tell it to me in English, doctor. And it's like, dude, that was English. That was pretty easy to understand. Right. I mean, like, maybe the kids at home don't understand that. But, like, at the same time, it was pretty obvious. Mama, this show uh, ain't for kids anymore. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, the, we're the youngest people who watch this show. Quite so, literally. Uh, quite literally. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Basically, he tells her that she won't walk again or, like, she might walk again. But, like, he doesn't know when and there's no guarantee of her dancing. But she'll need to go through rehab. And she's just, like, devastated. Um, which, I mean, like, shit happens. Like, I don't yeah, know why she's yeah. so, such a baby about this. And the doctor was even, like, he wasn't saying, like, you definitely, like, you know, you won't walk. And he's much more like, look, like, points or signs show you'll probably make a recovery. Can I say whether you're going to be able to, like, dance at the same level again? I don't know. You've literally been here for, like, three minutes, lady. So, like, <laughs> give it a second. <laughs> Right. Um, and basically we cut to the holograms, Rio and video who is in this fucking thing. No, no. So it's, um, it's actually, it's not the, the holograms. It's just like a, like a, a cabal conference with Rio there for some reason. It's Jerrica video and Rio. And I'm like, when did Rio become one of the head bitches in charge here that he should be in some sort of secluded meeting? You know, that's a great question. And when did video become that person? And why is... I mean, okay. This whole thing doesn't make any sense to me for a number of reasons. Um, So in the scene, they're complaining about how they only have three weeks to finish. And like, dance is out. She's injured. Like, what's going to happen? And I'm like, guys, just come up with another idea. It's not like... (laughs) It's not like dance is your only conceivable option here. Yeah, yeah. Like, video, aren't you fucking winning all these awards, apparently? <laughs> don't you have, like, a you know a creative bone in your body? Be like, hey, why don't we just adapt the idea to not have some bitch dancing? <laughs> right? Um, and, yeah, they're like, we only have three weeks. We only have three weeks. And, again, I'm like, Jerrica, like, you've done so much more in far less time. Right, like, right, right. But she is, she's, she's steadfast and stalwart. She's like, no, we have to have fit dance in this video. Uh, which is by video, by the way. That's why video is in this mix. So uh, we're going to have dance, dance, and a video by video. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. We have video, videoing, a dance, video with dance. Right, um. right. Uh, and this is, uh, then we cut to one of, I feel like 18 different fucking montages in this episode of yes. dance doing basic exercises. Yeah. And being so negative about it too. Like the PT, the physical therapist is like, can you just move your leg a little bit more? And she's like, I can't. Like, oh. <laughs> and yeah, actually. So before we get the, we get the montage, we get this weird scene where, I don't know, some girl is like to dance, like, hey, like, you want to come into the hot tub or something? And dance is like, <laughs> no, why would I? And it's like, bitch, it's like a fucking hot tub. That's, like, I don't understand. The, the girl is like, well, you know, you could just do it and not be the worst about it. 
Right. It's a beautiful, like, whirlpool. Like, this is a really nice rehab facility. Anyone who gets injured would be blessed to go to this place. Yeah, dude, I'd I'd break my arm to chill there for a few weeks, play with my boy Cisco. Yeah, they're like probably salt baths and fucking steam rooms. And there's this whirlpool hot tub. Huge. Looks really inviting. But no, Dance would rather stare outside the window in her wheelchair. I don't know, being sad? Yeah, being, okay. being sad and difficult. Anyways, this uh, then the cue to this dude basically carrying a bunch of donuts. Uh, his name is Cisco, and he can fill my jelly donut any day of the week. Uh, yeah. And as he walks by, he bumps into dance in her motherfucking chair, because, or wheelchair, and uh, bumps into him. And dance is like, oh my god, like, watch where you're going. And then some other woman comes in and is like, yo, you know, he's blind, right? Uh, which <laughs> and I also, loved. I'm pretty sure she drove into him. 100%. It was her sight-based error, not the blind person's. And then she just yells at him. Okay, okay. But he's, like, really chill about it, I guess. Um, no, he is, like, super nice about it. Super nice he's about it. He's kind of a great guy. Yeah, I'm so here for Cisco uh, and all of his donut hole energy. <laughs> and that's where, and, like, after this little, like, mishap comes, like, this, <laughs> this lecherous woman known as Dance comes in and preys on my poor Cisco. Uh, and she's actually right. pretty fucking thirsty, coming right into his bedroom. Uh, yeah. And there's, like, this awkward, awkward, like, bro, you're blind moment, which is, I thought, pretty funny of just, like, like, I think there's, like, an exchange of, like, oh, but, like, how could you know, like, how to walk in a in the right direction? He's like, dude, like, you're blind. <laughs> he has to be like, well, yeah, I'm blind, but I'm not, like, fucking dumb. Right. Right, right, right. Um, so, yeah, she goes into his room. He's playing the guitar. And, yeah, I'm sorry I didn't know you were blind. Um, And then they go for a walk, and they really hit it off, and he's, like, totally forgiving. Um, And it's the beginning of a beautiful romance, I guess. And then, um, so, yeah, Cisco is really walking around all confidently, like, and they're sharing their secrets. And at one point, Dane says, how did you know I was a dancer? And it's like, bitch, your name is Dance. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe when you introduced yourself, I like, you know, caught a whiff of something there. Right. Yeah. I like, oh, she's so dumb. So dumb. Uh, I wonder if she called herself dance or if someone else called her dance and it stuck. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like she's dumb enough to be like, oh, I'll call myself dance. Like how original. <laughs> Such an artiste. Yeah, exactly, through. exactly. It's so on the nose. It's I don't know, profound. Except it really isn't. Uh, right. So we find out that Cisco hasn't always been blind. He became blind in th- at three years old when he banged his head, and he's having an eyeball operation, which is the second eyeball operation to happen on the show. Oh yeah. One, this show loves their eyeballs. Two, the, love, the eyeballs love getting eye- operated on. And three, we must refer to them as eyeball operations. <laughs> Not operations. Operations is way better. I thought of it right after I said it. Operation, uh, yeah. I mean, eyeball operations. <laughs> 
<laughs> like really drives the point home. He really does. It's like, I don't know if you got the pun the first time. So we throw in the ball in there to make it a nonsense word. <laughs> We're talking about eyeballs. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when are we not talking about eyeballs? Literally everything I say is uh, involved, is tangentially related to eyeballs some, in some way. Right, exactly. Um, so he thinks that this operation he'll have will save his vision. And um, there's this weird scene where Cisco like falls into the water and starts drowning immediately because they're by a pool. Right. And right. then Dance is like, oh, I can't help you. I can't walk. <laughs> I know. It's like he's literally drowning before her eyes. She's like, ah. And then she goes to where like the lifeguard station is and finds like a life little buoy thing, but it's just out of her reach. She's like, oh, I can't lift up high enough. <laughs> Uh, she does though. She like kind of grabs onto something, lifts herself up, and throws the um, the life uh, life catcher, life saver. I don't know what you call those. Uh, life preserver. Life preserver. Life savers are candies. Uh, she throws. I mean, I think it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I suppose, I suppose, I suppose. She throws the floaty life preserver thing to Cisco, and this is where we get the exchange. Nice throw, cowboy. Nice catch. And I was like, wow, this is a children's show? That's disgusting. Sorry, what did you say? So she throws the life preserver, this giant hole at Cisco. Um, Cisco catches it. He says, nice throw, cowboy. And she was like, <laughs> nice catch. So he got some catchers and pitchers up in here. Uh, and I was a little bit, I was, uh, I was taken aback. <laughs> Were you appalled or, like, taken aback and enthralled? I mean, I was a little hot and bothered. But then again, I was like, think of the children. Think of the children. Always think of the children. No one ever does in the show, except they do all the time, and we hate it. We hate it. And often for, like, the worst reasons. <laughs> the only time I like it, but I, the only time I like when they're thinking of the children is when they're not thinking of the children. And, like, the children are <laughs> servants at a gala or something, you know? <laughs> Right. Um, so anyway, at this moment, um, Dance is empowered by the fact that she just saved his life. And she decides to try and get better. And we cut to another montage of her doing rehab exercises. And at one point, she calls the, she calls the physiotherapist a slave driver. Um, which I was like, you don't know anything about slavery, girl. Yeah, yeah. Like, wow. Uh She's also, she's also asked to, like, put it in, put it out, and go more and higher a lot. So I do just want to also say this whole episode is also very suggestive. It definitely is. Definitely, definitely. Um, so but the, but the entire point, But the entire time and the infuriating element is Dance is always like, oh, like, I can't go anymore. And the trainer always has to be like, hey, like, come on. Like, do you want to get better or not? And I'm like... <laughs> Yo, it should be the opposite way around. The trainer should be telling Dance, like, hey, take it easy. Like, don't push yourself too hard. Like, you know, take your time with stuff. It shouldn't be the reverse where the trainer has to always be like, yo, Dance, like, pick up the fucking pace. <laughs> For sure. She really didn't seem to want to get better at all. She just kind of, like, gives up most of the time. But at some point, she does start walking again um, with those bar thingies. And she is making progress. You call them crutches. 
No, you know, like not like pre crutches, but like with like it's kind of like a a sidewalk <laughs> or something. Oh yes, 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 yes. You, like, yeah, well, I like like the, the handrails, so like yeah, you can hold yourself yeah. up for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Exactly. So anyway, we cut to Eric, who's showing the misfits a gumball machine, and this is his grand concept because a gumball machine is apparently supposed to symbolize goodwill and friendship yeah this Uh, was where i was like there must be some like real dark memory tied to gumballs and eric where like i don't know maybe the first time his father beat him he was like asking for a gumball at the grocery store or something because there has to be there's some twisted reason where eric thinks gumball and goodwill you know yeah, I, I don't know where that comes from. I, I really don't. And you're probably right. Um, and yeah, Eric is like, everyone loves gumballs. And Pizzazz says, well, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate this idea. Honestly, it's a terrible idea. Oh, it's a dumbass idea for sure. Um, and Eric is like, as I live and breathe, we will definitely win. Um, and Pizzazz threatens him by saying, if we don't, you got to hit the road and look for a new job, which we all know is not true. Yeah, but I, I still, I still like the threat, though. I just I, I like how she pulls it out. It's like, you know, yeah. uh, uh, a husband who holds all the economic power in a marriage being like, I'll divorce you, bitch. <laughs> like, he's not going to because he's just as you know, set in as ways as uh, the wife is, but the threat is there. Yeah, they're definitely codependent, and this is just a particularly toxic component of their relationship. Exactly. Uh, Then we go back for more rehab action. Cisco always (laughs) wins checkers. Uh, Dance comes in to go hit on him. Uh, There's some Mm -hmm. bitch named Susie. I don't fucking know. Um. <laughs> yeah, Susie's a girl from the Whirlpool who tried to be her friend, but then dance was the worst. Right, 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 um. right, right. I think this is the first instance also where I was like, how much time has passed? Because it feels like it's been <laughs> several months, but it's only been a matter of days. Yeah, I, do, I really don't understand how you go from, like, breaking your leg to not even recovering like not even having it in a cast for several weeks and then getting it removed and then doing rehab. Well, the like, thing is, the thing I, is, I don't think we've in this episode we saw dance in a cast, did we? So what the fuck happened to her leg? Mm-hmm, that's exactly what I'm saying. Because <laughs> there was some ligament damage. Nothing was broken. She probably just pulled something. Uh, and right? overdramatic ass dance is like, oh my god, I'll never dance again. Uh, and that's why the, the recovery was probably only like, you know, a week and a half to just like stay off of it. <laughs> she was like, no, I need the best help. I'm never going to make it through this. Yeah, I don't understand. And also like she needed, she couldn't use crutches from the jump because she has, she, she still has one leg that works yeah, perfectly right? well. Exactly. <laughs> right? She didn't have to be in that fucking chair. Anyways. This is where we cue the song, <laughs> It Takes Work, or Just Takes Work. Uh, I hate this it, Which is, yeah, it's basically just more of what we've seen already. It's a training montage or a rehab montage. It takes 
At one point, Dean's is dancing in her chair, which isn't, it, 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 it shouldn't be funny, and it's maybe a little bit ableist <laughs> that I was laughing at it, but I still think oh it's funny. <laughs> Only because um, Dean's is not that injured, and we've, we've established this already. Like, that bitch she can- She really isn't. She really isn't. She does not need to, like, swerve around in a little fucking chair, all right? Yeah, she's definitely one of those people, like, like a hypochondriac or something. Yeah, who thinks yeah, she's yeah. dying at like, I don't know, the touch of a feather. But anyway, um, Cisco is in this music video as well, um, and they're holding hands, and then Dance is skating through space over a rainbow. Right. Literally the only remarkable part of this video. Exactly. And even then, not even that good. Not even that good. Though it does give us the nice, like, outro to the video. Because apparently this bitch was straight up hallucinating. Thought she was doing pirouettes on the Milky Way. Because she legit <laughs> falls right out of her chair uh, and collapses to the ground, picturing herself dancing through space. Uh, <laughs> what a crazy bitch. Yeah, what a crazy-ass bitch. Uh, but then she basically just, like, kind of, like, Puts herself back in the in the chair, and that's when I was like, "Oh, okay, dance. You're faking it. I get it." But like, how do you even explain that happening? Like, sorry, it was hallucinating to the music in my head. <laughs> sorry, like, there was like, a music video happening. I don't know if you guys were aware of that. <laughs> I was just yeah, I was you know I was by Saturn doing a pirouette. You probably noticed. Yeah. Um, so we cut to, um, the holograms who are still fretting that there's, like, a week until the competition and dance is still not better, but they're, like, still waiting because dance is the best or something. Yeah, anyway. and, like, the, the, the set is exactly the same. It seems like they've literally just been sitting in this, in this, like, winter lewd cabin setting for the last, like, two weeks. And it's like, ladies, have you been doing nothing else? Yeah. Um, well, they've been doing something else. They've been wearing hideous outfits. Because um, what the fuck are any of them wearing? But what the fuck is Shayna wearing in particular? Okay, so Shayna's hair. I don't. I was like, is this better than her triangle hair? I don't even <laughs> I thought know. it was good. I actually... The I, hair was good. Yeah, I was like, does Shayna's hair look good right now? I can't even tell. Um, But yeah, basically, like, they're all wearing these like 80s winter grandma outfit so long wool sweaters leggings and like big socks um but like kimber and shayna both look terrible and like there's something like a little bit like clownish about what they're wearing and a little bit like court gestury um i don't know if you picked up on that anyway they looked awful i i knew they picked up i knew they looked awful i didn't necessarily get into the nuances of it um this is also where we learn that the Misfits hired away the crew, which I actually think is like, what a smart move on the Misfits part, and also sensible on the crew's part, because they're like, yo, we're not getting paid to do anything here, so why wouldn't they take another job? It just seems sensible. Yeah, and yeah, totally makes sense. Um, the Misfits offered them a bundle of money, someone informs them, that... Uh, to go and shoot for them, which like they say it in such a derisive tone, like "oh, a bundle of money," as if like that makes them so skeevy. No, dude, it's, it. it's like a fucking job. Like, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they take a higher paying job when the job that they were originally hired for 
isn't happening. Yeah, but like the holograms don't understand money and the value of it at all. That is, they true. think goodwill is a, a commodity, or like goodwill is like a suitable um, currency in exchange for like goods and services. True, and like it doesn't really help. The fucking daddy zany is literally paying them to create some product of goodwill bullshit. Right. Um, so yeah. Anyways. They all look sad. They all look sad. They can't do the video. Yeah. They want to give up. But yeah, and like Dance isn't recovered yet, so they're all waiting on Dance like dumb, dumb assholes. <laughs> uh, anyways, then we go to this gumball video, the aforementioned uh, gumball friendship video. Uh, <laughs> and like, honestly, I didn't even mind the look of everything. There's a lot of balls everywhere. No, me neither. Uh, yeah. The misfits are in these gumball outfits, which made no sense. I was kind of into it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and they were in the gumball machine. Yeah, 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 it looked, yeah. It was pretty trippy. Honestly, I liked it. Yeah, me too. Me too. I thought the Misfits themselves kind of looked like pitted olives, but also gumballs, <laughs> which is kind of fun. Yeah, <laughs> so fun. Um, and yeah, everything seems very expensive on set too. Right, Like right. the holograms video was just like a bunch of cardboard cutouts and like fake snow. This had like actual levers and machinery and computers and a giant gumball machine it was impressive yeah it, it was elaborate it was quite the setup speaking of balls and levers uh <laughs> not but i i speak about balls and levers quite often but that's not where i was going uh eric uh, sure. yeah exactly uh eric wants to operate this giant gumball machine and our boy scotty scottish red who uh, the snowblower uh, fiasco person. <laughs> he's handling the gumball machine. And um, Eric, he wants to do a ball because he's the boss. And he somehow pulls right, the... of course. Yeah, exactly. The boss handles balls. I get it. Uh, but he... Well, I like how Red, in like a very thick Scottish accent, is like, it's nary as simple as it looks. Like pulling a couple of fucking levers is like so difficult. Yeah, but that's like pure teamster energy of like, my job looks super easy and it is, but I'm going to tell you it's <laughs> difficult. So Eric is like, yeah, fuck off, whatever. Um, and shoves him out of the way and pulls the wrong lever. Um, there are two levers. He told you it wasn't as simple as it looked. And... <laughs> You didn't believe him. There is not one, but two levers. That, that, that second lever came out of fucking nowhere, though, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> and the Misfits, like, immediately, like, fall out of the gumball machine, like, actual gumballs. Right, And I'm right. like, how did they make this machine so quickly? Like, they managed to build that machine, but Dance hasn't been able to, like, stretch out her leg enough to, like... <laughs> Yeah, dance needs just like a good stretch sesh, maybe a hot bath with some Epsom salts. Meanwhile, the misfits are building like life-size, fully functional, eight-story gumball machines <laughs> that they've housed themselves in that is also fully functional. Yeah, it's actually really cool, except they like cascade out of this gumball machine painfully onto the ground and like if it were real life uh they probably would have actually broken something right. and that's another thing <laughs> they like fall out of that machine so hard and don't hurt themselves and 
yet Dance has a cardboard cutout of a tree fall on her, <laughs> and she goes to the hospital and spends weeks in rehab. Yeah, yeah, that, that's some nonsense. A part of me thinks the their gumball outfits maybe cushion the blow, as well yeah. as their general uh, inability to feel pain because of all the meth. Yeah, so definitely, like, the power of meth or just, like, being scabbed over from, I don't know, like, too many herpes or something. Yeah, yeah, pizzazz, or at least Roxy is definitely a giant scab. Right? So, like, they built calluses, they basically are calluses, um, and, yeah, they are okay, but, like, everyone in the entire crew laughs at them which i thought was a little bit mean dude it was pretty fucking mean like the crew like i I don't get why they have such a personal stake in who the misfits and holograms are kind of thing because they yeah they generally seem to like hate the misfits and then after red tries to like low-key murder them some more (laughs) by pulling some more levers and shit by like making some more giant gumballs try to crush them uh (laughs) All of the, like, the, the Teamsters and stuff were like, they kind of rebel and like, you know what, we're going to go back to gym where we belong. And I was just like, yo, fellas, that is so soft. You guys suck. Yeah, but I think also there was like a little bit more drama that happened because like initially Eric blames Red for everything. Right, 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 right. And then right, right, Red right. is like, no, it wasn't me. It was Eric Raymond. And then like that, like after ganging up on Red and being like super rude about it, like... Then they yell at Eric and it's like, yo, this is like way too much drama. I'd rather not get paid than deal with you people. But like, I didn't think it was that bad. It really wasn't. should have just. <laughs> it really wasn't that bad, particularly because the misfits do say like, yeah, sorry. Like they don't say sorry. They do. <laughs> they, yeah, they don't. They would never say sorry. But they do acknowledge, <laughs> oh, okay, Red wasn't the person who did this. It was just Eric. So let's pounce on him. And if I was in that situation, I would have been fine with it afterwards. I'd be like, okay, you know, you thought it was me for a second. You know it's this person now. Cool, 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 cool. Go maul a bitch and I'm going to get paid. But they're all, they're, they're taking sides. And that's what I don't get. Yeah. Anyway, but this whole scene gives us a great line because Eric is like, I did it by accident. And then Roxy's like, no, you're the accident. <laughs> Wow. That probably cuts deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His parents did not want to have him. Definitely. That probably ties into the whole gumball scenario. (laughs) That's when his dad, his father, like, said, like, we didn't want to have you, and I don't want you to have that gumball. (laughs) Something like that, you know? Something like that. Um, (laughs) We've all been there. Or you don't deserve that gumball or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something hurtful. Children who Um, are wanted get what they want, and that's not you. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine if you, like, your caregiver said that to you. (laughs) That's intense. Yeah, that's That's a lot. That's really intense. I wonder where I picked that one out of. Yeah, not a personal experience. (laughs) (laughs) God, is that... Is that a personal experience? No, imagine. I would oh I would tell that story a lot more if either of my parents <laughs> said that to me. Are you kidding me? I would have written a book by now. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. It'd be like part of your healing. Yeah, journey. part of my healing. It would be Oprah's book club. She'd later find out I right. lied through a lot of it. We'd have a reckoning. <laughs> 
Yo, that was so iconic. Oh, I know, I know. Um, she was like Tor. She was so what was that? bad. It's like Stephen Fry or Philip Fry or something like that. It, yeah, Stephen Fry or something. Uh, really, James Fry. James Fry. Fry. Yeah, she really like ran that motherfucker through the mud. Yeah, I wasn't too sure if he actually lied about it or if he was upfront and said like this is all, you know, um, like semi-real like it's not meant to be like a true account of what happened i it's more of like I, a memoir i don't know well, i think a memoir is implied to be accurate like true um and i, I actually i don't know because i don't necessarily know the original the kind of oprah interviews but just from what people told me about the book it seemed like everyone thought it was real events you know what i mean true so, um, and everyone is into that like torture porn yeah, type yeah, thing. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, we need things to be as tragic as possible for us to be moved. Exactly, by it. exactly, exactly. Uh, which was around the time I blame the Saw movies for that. I really do. The Saw movies. Yeah, the Saw franchise. I think they really they contributed <laughs> to the proliferation of torture porn. I mean, like. In the sense, I guess what I'm saying more of like, you know, Precious, where they just lop it on. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. As for sad sure, for as sure. possible. Like that kind of thing, I think, was like really popular and maybe still is um, in the mid 2000s. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I do agree. That was like kind of a moment where everyone was like, yeah, how depressing can we make it? And then can we go a couple <laughs> layers below that where like everyone gets AIDS or something? Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of like Brokeback Mountain because while I think that Jake Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger are like super hot together, um, the movie itself definitely felt like um, it was meant to appeal to a straight audience to show how like hard it is to be gay. And like that becomes why we care about it. Not that like, I don't know. What do you think about Brokeback Mountain? Um, I have still not watched Brokeback Mountain. Uh, really? <laughs> I, yeah, I only know it through cultural references, memes, and the fact that Ang Lee directed it. And actually, I do like Ang Lee a lot, but he's not he's not gay. So I, I'm not surprised that the uh, main, I guess, vantage point or the most accessible elements of the movie are for straight people. Uh, it was a Hollywood right. movie. I'm not surprised by that. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, yeah. though, Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal are super hot. So... I'm yeah. glad the movie gave us that, at least. I know. The movie is iconic and will forever rest with me uh, in my subconscious. I also um, know that the first time they... they ho- were hot as fuck. Yes, yes. They're hot as- and I also know for the first time that they hook up in the movie, spit is used. And that is often <laughs> quoted in gay culture of like, what, are we going to broke back mountain it up in here? Like, I just got spit in my hand. <laughs> That's not... That, is not, not, that like- is not how gay sex works. Unless you're like super loose or... <laughs> You got a lot of spit going on. Loose in the caboose. Exactly. No, I don't think it was either one of those because it was a, the tiniest amount of spit. Like, the tiniest. I would be surprised if there was any moisture. Moisture. Whatsoever. Moisture. Uh, <laughs> because, yeah, like, you can you can add to some moisture with a hot loogie up in a hole. But, like, I don't know. Oh like, I don't think you're going to get the whole thing in with this spit alone. That's just... Um, no. Uh, yeah. I, but they were cowboys. They, they were cowboys. They were raw dog in it, you know. Yeah, and uh, you know what Jake said when he put it in? What he said? He was like, nice throw there, cowboy. He did not. Shut your mouth. 
<laughs> I was just trying to bring it full eyeball. Thank for you, when thank you. It's just like a, it. I just kind of came a little bit, like a like a drop. <laughs> um. So anyway, I can't remember what we were talking uh, about. There's some more rehab action. Dance is still, <laughs> you know, on the verge of quitting constantly. Oh, oh, Cisco is getting a surgery. Um, yes. And that boy, I actually, I thought, like, he was just going to bed and the nurse was giving him, like, NyQuil or something to put him to sleep. I thought it was kind of funny. But... Uh, I thought it was a trank. Yeah, I was like, okay, Cisco, like, you do you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, he... He has to get into a K-hole. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, he's getting a surgery. Um, and dance comes through. And she says, like, I don't know, she wishes him goodbye or something like that. Or, like, wishes him well. Cisco, I do have a, lo- a note saying that, like, like Cisco's, like, looking for some pussy. Because he basically says, like, well, how about a taste beforehand kind of thing of, you know, before I, get to, before I get to see you with my eyes, can I feel you with my hands? When did he say he that? He does. Like, no, 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 he does. Because Dan says something to the effect of, after the surgery, you'll finally be able to, like, get to see me. And Cisco, that's when he says, like, how about a taste beforehand? And he's, he's intoning, Ooh. like, I don't need my eyes to see you. Like, I can, like, feel your face up or some shit like that. Um, <laughs> That's so erotic. Soup's erotic. Like uh, wiping your hand all over someone's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dance, withholding bitch that she is, is like, no, no, no. Like, we'll wait or something. Uh, and then she leaves. And then I had the note also, like, Cisco is definitely <laughs> fapping to that bitch before that surgery goes through. I'm just saying. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, he'll, like take those tranquilizers and like jizz his way or jack his way off into a K-hole. Yeah, yeah. You ever play that game where you like pop a sleeping pill or some sort of sleeping aid and you try to bust one out before you fall asleep? <laughs> that game. That game. Is that a thing. People play. <laughs> so I think I first, I first heard of the concept in the 40-year-old virgin, like the movie, but it's a uh-huh. game I play. <laughs> you would play or that you have? I have played, and let me tell you, I always win. <laughs> I'm so proud to be your friend. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, I'm proud that we can share this, you know? Um, for sure. Um, I'm glad someone out there will know that about you. <laughs> um. Oh, when you put it like that, I'm less glad about it, but whatever. <laughs> No one's listening, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Um, especially this far into the episode. <laughs> um, so we cut to Jerrica in ugly ass headpiece number two of this episode, the like little condom wrapper hat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Trench yeah, coat yeah, look. Yeah, yeah. Keeps um, coming back. Don't know why. Keeps coming back. It's not a thing that we want to see ever. Um, and she's pleading with Danny Zan- Daddy Zanny to extend the deadline because of dance and he obviously refused yeah because her whole argument is dumb as fuck he's like well he's like well that would be super unfair to everyone else who's able to respect a time limit and jericho's like yeah but our dance person is injured and it's like what (laughs) yeah it's fucking stupid um soup stoops so soup stoops um and so they're distraught. 
daddy zanny won't budge like honestly respect exactly um, exactly and we cut to the physical therapist and dance again yeah it's like another um, music montage it's literally <laughs> the exact same montage we got before but like slightly ahead in time because dance goes from needing a wheelchair to needing crutches or something now or a cane she needs a cane now so this is a song called takes work but what was the other song like it takes a lot dude the other song was I, takes I work too so we hear it two times. Yeah, we get fucking it takes work once and we get takes work two. Uh, and you know what? It took some work to handle both. <laughs> Why would they ever do that? Like, did they really not have anything more that they could have put into this episode? Yeah, well, you know what? Um, George Arthur Bloom, he had the one bloom and he couldn't come up with the second or third bloom. It was just, it was a singular <laughs> bloom of an idea. He was like, I'll, I can't bloom up another one, so let's just you reuse the first one. Uh, yeah, Jesus. Um, so yeah, another montage of surgery and work. Dance can walk again. The holograms are there to pressure her, basically. Yeah, like, can you heal faster? Uh, yeah, like, so after the music video ends, they're all like, well, like, good thing you can walk again because, like, we need to shoot tomorrow. Like, maybe tomorrow you'll be able to dance again. It's like, Jesus Christ, like, bitch is still walking with a cane. Not that I ever thought she was injured to begin right. with. Right, and maybe but... that's where they're coming from. They're like, okay, lady, we've entertained your fucking delusions for the last two and a half weeks. But we gotta get this video up, like, in order. All right? Yeah, and I guess, like, from that angle... Um, if, if dance is just being extra and they're just humoring her and like, okay, like whatever, then I don't think they're huge assholes. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm leaning now. Like during, when I was watching the episode, I was like, wow, you guys really don't give zero fucks. But now (laughs) that we're talking about it and we've realized dance pretty, seems pretty fine. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, a more lenient approach in the holograms who are basically like, Hey bitch. We spend a lot of money on this shit. And, like, you look okay. Yeah, like, you can fucking dance for two minutes. Like, get over it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, she goes to see Cisco, who, who can now who see Who can her. now see her, um, which is cute. And I really, I think they have, like, a little exchange of, like, oh, you're so beautiful. But I really wanted him to say, like, you're so beautiful, but, like, what's wrong with your hair? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like he didn't even do a double take. You know, for someone who just got his vision back, he's pretty blase about the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, there's no like jolt or like or smile. Or even like a question of like, so you're blonde, but you also, I don't know, there's like a blue streak going in there. You also have blue hair. Yeah, I mean, there's, like a, like, there's like a red like, a little why bit. Why is it so long? Yeah. Like, why do they look like ribbons? Yeah, like, did you have a surgery? Uh, or you, <laughs> I, I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> um, I've been blind for like 20 years, so excuse me if this is not normal for people, but your hair looks a mess. <laughs> like, does everyone look like that now? Yeah, exactly. He should have said. Um, but anyway, we like cut to another song uh people who care
people just like you. Now that dance is better, now that Cisco can see, like the real work can start happening. The power of your friend, goodwill, whatever, is really like powering this whole music video production. Right, right, now right, right. Um, she's dancing on ice. I do like her braided hair. I will say that. Yeah, it, it like, looked better. It looked better. Um, I also like this song. We've heard people who care before, and it has some of my favorite lines of <laughs> caring people who are people who try and they try to reach the sky. Something like that. Uh, yeah, people with dreams are people who go to extremes to fight for their dreams. To fight for those to dreams. To fight for those dreams, and they'll keep going to extremes <laughs> with their dreams. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the song makes me laugh every time. Yeah, 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 um, exactly. And not with it. Like, I'm not laughing with the song. I'm laughing at it. Oh, obviously. Um, obviously. <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's just a whole lot of goodwill happening. Um, the other bitch, Susie, can walk now. The orphans and Jerica, or Jem, I can't remember, it's not important, go to visit a lonely old lady on her birthday. Right, I was like, who is this? Um, I don't care. And this music video is being screened at the competition. And everyone is applauding wildly. Jerica is wearing her third ugly hat. <laughs> Of this episode. Um, I hate it. It's like a Pepto-Bismol Nefertiti. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That would be cool, but not on Jerrica. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Like, Jerrica can't pull that off. Shayna can't pull off what she's wearing in this scene either. Um, and yeah, Jerrica announces to great fanfare that she would give the check to Haven House. So they won, obviously. Right. Um, and then we cut to, like, the after party. Like, everyone's drinking punch. Uh, and Dance wants to thank Jem. So, like, Jem, uh, Jerrick has to do the old switcheroo. Um, and, like, Jem comes out in, like, a hot cat suit. So pointless. But, like, eh, yeah, yeah, pointless, I agree. But she looked good in the cat suit. <laughs> um, she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, the, 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 okay, there's a little bit, there's, like, an exchange between Jem, Cisco, and Dance where Cisco says something to the effect of like, oh, it was great to like see the video. Like, you know, I never thought I would see again. And then Dance says, and I never thought I would dance again. And I was like, lady, your situations were not the same. This was three weeks for you. He's been blind for like 20 years. I know. Oh God, she was so bad. Um, and then Jem ends on, we have a lot to be thankful for, I guess. Um, which, like, sure. Sure. Whatever. Uh, all right, I guess. <laughs> I'm thankful this episode's over. Um, How about that, Jim? Yeesh. Yeesh. Um, so we obviously are of one mind, of one eyeball mind connection when it comes to who the weakest oh, bitch is. Oh, there's no question. Dance. Dance. Dance with an S. Um, she can, you know... Go fuck herself. That's all I got. <laughs> um, which I had a winning. Yeah, she was just like all kinds of cray cray, all kinds of annoying, all kinds of weak. Like, yeah, she was a baby. She was, yeah, a baby. Um, and there wasn't even like a moment where she, I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess like she did overcome adversity, but like not enough for how much she was whining and complaining. I know. 
Especially when, like, she's just befriended this guy who, like, can't see and, like, underwent, yeah, like, like if a there pretty were... intense surgery to, yeah, like, it... get vision. Exactly. If there was a moment where she had said, like, my experience pales nothing in comparison to yours, Cisco, that would have been a saving grace. But she literally, at the end, equates what she went through with what a blind person went through. And I was like, mm, honey, honey. No. no, 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 no. Yeah, no, I feel that. So, Dance, you are the worst. Cisco, I'm going to argue, was the best. Oh, dude, me too. If only just for that donut moment in the beginning. I, I loved it. <laughs> um, yeah, he was a thick boy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like, soup slick. Um, really nice, like, really forgiving of Dance's many flaws. Right, right. Um, Played especially the... that her name is Dance. Right, the largest flaw of them all. <laughs> um, was super supportive. Um yeah, I'm going to give it to you. Honestly, like when I first watched this ho- uh, watched this episode, I thought the holograms deserved the weakest bitches title because like I, I just didn't understand. Like you guys couldn't come up with another idea. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. But still, dance dance was the worst by far. Uh 100% and uh, she deserves it. She can claim it. That's hers. And I guess Cisco will be um, the baddest. You're the baddest. Congratulations. You're number one. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. You're number Patience. one. You're number one. <laughs> anyway, um, so with all that said and done, that brings us to the end of yet another episode of Gem in the Hall. Fuck. You got it. Of Gem Girls Podcast. <laughs> And um, as you know, we are on social media, just like all of the other kids. You can find us on um, Instagram and Twitter at Gem Girls Podcast on both platforms. And also do check out our website, gemgirls.com. And as you're clinging to your phone as the technological parasite that you are and we are, <laughs> uh, take, take a hot second to... Go up into your app store or Spotify or Stitcher and rate us and review us. And by rate yes. us and review us, I mean five stars, five stars and a positive review because that is, of course. quite honestly, the only thing that we uh, really take and handle. And uh, and we deserve and it. And deserve it. I agree. Like, we've been chatting for, like, what, four hours <laughs> at this point? Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, we talk so much about Gem to the point of driving ourselves even crazier than we already Exactly. Are. Every so... episode is a further descent into madness. And I think that warrants <laughs> a positive review and a five-star rating. And uh, please. please, we're desperate. <laughs> Soup's desk. Um, mad crazies. Uh, yeah. And uh, with all that said and done, I think the only thing left to say is... Until next time. Day. Oh, <laughs> okay, we'll take that one more time. Uh, and with all of that said and done, I think the only thing left to say is, until next time, stay Day outrageous. outrageous. Mwah. Mwah. Oh, my, my babies.